0: everyone, my name's Nicole. I'm Brenna. I'm Reed. And this is FitClick. This is a podcast where we talk about fan fiction. Typically, each episode, the three of us each bring a fic to discuss, but this is our last episode of 2022, so we are doing our year-in-review and or fic retrospective. What do we, we keep changing the name. Maybe
1: 2023 will be the year where we figure out definitively what goes in the anniversary and what goes in the year-end, but mm-hmm. this year, who knows?
0: Well, we know. Yeah.
1: Well... I don't know what we're calling it because we have once again never um, consolidated isn't the right word. We've never like, yeah.
2: Yeah, that makes more sense to me. 2022
0: year in review. Welcome to our episode where we're going to say so many cool and good things about how things were for FitClick in 2022, what we're hoping to do in the future, what you all are hoping we do in the future, and some of the things that we've been up to. So before we get into what's been going on with the pod, I figured we might talk a little bit about what's been going on with us outside of our podcasting host personas, skills, and talents.
2: Tell me, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will I will try my best. Um Yes, this year has been kind of an emotional roller coaster for yours truly. Uh, we won't get into it too much on the pod, but it did mean that I really did not read a whole lot of fan fiction outside of what was covered on this pod. <laughs> um, so when we get into our next part about fan fictions of the year, I unfortunately will not have um, a lot to contribute. So so sorry, everyone. If I liked a fic, I, I brought it here. Um, my my top fics of the year, or what we discussed on FicClick. <laughs> <laughs> um i have read a lot more books this year than i have in the past so that's really exciting um i don't know why my brain decided i could read books but not fan fiction but that's kind of how it was going for a little while there um i would like to get back into reading more fic than is just for the pod but tbd um i like i think a big problem is i don't really have a current like fandom fixation so i don't sort of feel that just like compulsive pull towards devouring as much fanfiction as i possibly can for a ship or a fandom um and i think that's kind of how i was all year to be honest which i think also definitely made it easier to not read a lot of fic <laughs> um so i don't know hopefully maybe the next year will bring me a fandom that i'm like deeply deeply obsessed with like, I'm working i working mean, on
0: ficlet yeah
2: <laughs> i went through my formula one phase earlier this year which i i've kind of been getting back into a little bit recently but honestly like because I love Daniel Ricardo, and then everything was like so up in the air with Daniel Ricardo. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I emotionally can't put myself in a position where I'm going to be heartbroken over the career of some random Australian man. Like, are we kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Sports RPF is a curse and I have to get out of here. Oh
0: okay, well, I was um, working on it, but now I'm concerned uh, about the direction I was working on oh, it. If Brenna can't be sad uh,
2: about a random Australian man. A random Australian man. Australian man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well as long as they don't have the career troubles that good old danny rick had this year um yeah we might be in the clear, but we'll see reid how has your year been yes
1: um my year has been wow i think about what i was doing in like january february and that feels like a me of 10 years ago (laughs) um not like necessarily a bad thing um I no longer live in California. Ficklets might know that um, the three of us used to live in Los Angeles, um, and then we all left. Um, but despite no longer living in California, I was California Reed this year. <laughs> I visited California every month for, I think, five months straight. Hell yeah. Um, for various reasons. Um, all good. Seeing friends and and exciting things. But um, that was a big part of my year, was travel in California Reed. Mm-hmm. Um I got to see my very first K-pop concert. I went to three concerts in the span of three weeks. It was yeah. wonderful and brain-breaking. Um, very busy. I feel like a year that's been kind of all over the place, um, which, you know, that tracks. It's a year. It's 12 months. There's lots of life events, both good and bad, to to fit in there. Um, in terms of fic reading, ficlets may remember from last year that, very similar to what Bren was just saying, um I had very little to show for fic reading that was not immediately on the pod. Anything I liked I brought. This year started the same but then due to aforementioned um K-pop concerts uh we'll get into this a little bit more I guess in the properly when we get into like sort of our fic reading and fic stats but um thank you to uh K-pop group Stray Kids um the okay, briefly, I looked at the amount of fic that I read from January to June, so the first half of the year. Uh huh. And then July was when I saw Skiz and then two other groups. Uh, but Skiz really became my fandom for the back half of the year. I more than doubled my fic reading <laughs> in the back half of the year. Let's go! That is, like, so largely thanks to Skiz. Um, because I think I was having the same thing Bren had, where like, is sort of tangentially in some fandoms like I also was enjoying formula one but I I didn't feel that like pull that like fervor to read for it all the time um and certainly my fic reading like or my fic consumption has gone down the past couple years compared to years previous which I'm a little sad about and I would like to read more um but having like a fandom that I feel very in Uh, really boosted my fixed stats for the back half of the year. So that was kind of fun to look back on. I've got more thoughts on that in a bit. But um, yeah, it's been a year. And I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. It's just been lots of things, lots of changes, lots of stuff happening. Um, I think in 2023, I would like to manifest some more stability for myself in a couple areas (laughs) of my life. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: Hearing both of you be like, man, I want to read more fic, my brain was like, wow, we should do a fic book club. What do I think t- this is? What- <laughs> 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 we already are doing it. Well. Yeah, well, I'll I'll just make you do more. We'll have like top secret. It'll be like mini but it's just me making them read fics that I want them to read and talking about them with me. <laughs> it's one fic and it's just me going, eh? Eh? Yeah, um, yeah. Wow, hell of a year, folks. Um, I finished grad school uh, like a couple of days ago. So yeah, I think yeah, you need to click click MA <laughs> as of now. So that's exciting. Uh, turning a corner into 2023, into just a new era. Um, not having a crisis about how I'm done with school for the foreseeable future, maybe forever. Um, so that's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, no one's surprised to hear that I once again write an obscene amount of fanfiction. Uh, th- this train doesn't slow down, <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> regardless of what happens. I mean, never say never, but I've been pretty consistent since I was like 13. Uh, and we're we're still moving. Um, yeah, I, I've been K-popping, um, as you may know, and as you will certainly see when I talk about the fix of the year that stood out to me, I deserve applause for the incredible restraint i showed this year on the pod not bringing a k-pop every single episode so if you're out there and you're like wow i don't love it when they do k-pop fics you're so welcome um (laughs) because it really it wasn't easy (laughs) uh yeah wrote a lot um as as usual uh Finished the first draft, and I'm currently in revisions of the longest thing I've ever written. Over like it's it's over a hundred thousand words. She's still growing yeah. as I revise, <laughs> so that's exciting too. I'm quite fond of it. Revisions are not going horribly, so that's exciting. I also read a fair few more books this year uh, than I had in previous years. I think like four times more than last year.
2: Damn, so that's,
0: I know. Well, last year I read like I think twelve books. My goal was like one a month, um, so I'm pleased. We do have
1: um, an actual book club with the three of us and friend of the pod, Avery, and that's been nice because I'm very bad at reading books, but I've read more books this year than in the past because of book club in part, and that's yeah. been lovely.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, it's good. Our little, like, sapphi- sapphic sci-fi fantasy <laughs> book club only. Yeah, <laughs> I like of. that like, when we
1: first were talking about book club. I think I in particular was like, I don't know that I want to get in, in with something like super heavy, hefty. Like, we're uh-huh. <laughs> like a memory called Empire.
0: <laughs> it was so good, Which though. It was so good. Yeah, I mean,
1: absolute banger. It's phenomenal. It was so worth yeah. the read. But it, it was like, what if we actually go for super in depth, hefty world building, thick book, mm-hmm.
0: and sapphic? Yeah, crushed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But overall, yeah, I don't know. A very eventful year for me, Uh, a busy year. I moved within the same region, but into a new part of it, and that was cool. Yeah, I don't know. Just lots happening and lots and lots of change that I'm currently staring down the barrel of. So working towards pure excitement, but also definitely feeling some nerves around that, too, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, since we all kind of talked around it, I figure this is probably a good time to get more in depth into our fic reading habits. Nick, if you would like to share some of the K-pop fics that you showed incredible sh- restraint and did not bring continuously to the pod, yeah. I feel like this is a good place to sort of, yeah, look a little look a little further into our fic reading habits and patterns and whatnot over the mm-hmm. year.
0: Yeah, I gladly will. I tried to choose a bit of an array in terms of, like, vibe, but not in terms of fandom. Sorry, everyone. This is the part where I get to be honest with you all about what I read <laughs> this year. <laughs> Um, okay, so I, I have five fics to just briefly touch on. The first one, obviously, is Godlight by Noonwitch. Um, Noonwitch is my friend. Godlight is just a banger of a fic. This is a Stray Kids fic, Minho slash Jisung. It's like 50,000 words long. Future fic, Canon Divergent. It gets into, like, internalized shame and anxiety and societal homophobia and second chances. And it's beautiful, and I love it so much. And also, I have had the pleasure of watching her work on the sequel, sometimes in person, uh, and it's going to damage me emotionally, <laughs> and I'm very excited. Uh, so that one feels like I wanted to mention it in part because it just felt like such a quintessential read of the year. Like, wow, I read it, and I'm obsessed with it, and I love it, and I've read it multiple times, and I was a misty-eyed throughout every time I've read it, um, because I love it, and also because it feels emblematic of the amount of time I've gotten to spend like writing alongside friends and writers who I really like, enjoy and admire and respect. Um, Okay, so that's one. The next one is the same fandom and ship, but we're we're veering a little. This is Disposable Income by Blizzard96. It's actually Jen, so it is Minho and Jisung. They're friends. Um, They're kind of like platonic life partners in this, but the best thing about it is it's 32k of an AU where they're henchmen, and they are job hunting to work under a new (laughs) supervillain. And it's so joyful, it's so fun, it has the most pitch-perfect little open ending, and their relationship feels so, like, real. Real and developed, and it made me want more genfic. And also it's so severely underappreciated. So I think people like it's a rated G genfic, so I think it already is uh fighting an uphill battle in the tag. But I think people should go read it because it's absolutely joyful. Okay. Uh the next one I want to talk about is You and Me by Flying Underscore Dream. This is also a stray kids fic. Uh this is G slash Felix. This fic is over 20,0 000 words long. Um I followed it for like the entirety of the spring um, and a little bit of last year, too, but it finished updating this year. Um, and I think I found it this year, really. And oh my goodness, this fic, it made me cry during a lunch break at work one time because I misguidedly read the update. It's a Hanahaki AU. There is a lot going on, and it feels emblematic of the number of works in progress that I followed this year. I really embraced the the little jolt of joy that you get when an email shows up in your inbox and it's like new chapter and you're like let's go new chapter um so I just really enjoyed that one also holy cannoli the stamina to write a fic that long and to continuously be like updating it and sharing it and everything I just really loved the whole journey of that and I've loved a lot of other fics by that author as well Okay, the last, uh, fic that is a fictional story that I will share is like the stars right here. Director's cut by Unconscious. Um, this came out and I read it three days ago, and it has made my top five. Um, I'm still thinking about it. It is Stray Kids Chan slash Felix. It spans over like twelve years. It's canon divergent. It's about missed chances and avoidant attachment. <laughs> and what happens when you don't say or do the thing that will make you happy because you feel like you can't or you feel like you shouldn't. Uh, it's about torpedoing your own life it is a brilliant study in open endings and i loved it it felt so true to itself the whole way through it was so well executed i thought it was so good and it was so like not what you expect from a lot of fic like so much fic is like oh the confession and then maybe there's some angst in the middle but they're happy in the end like kiss kiss fall in love get together um, and i love it when fic resists that and ask like what happens if the happy ending isn't just automatically granted to you like what if you had to work for it and what if you didn't so I loved it! I might bring one or more of these fixes. I likely will to the pot at some point, so stay tuned. And then my last fan work that I wanted to bring is Staring into the AO3 Tag Vortex, AO3 Tagging Demystified, by just some AO3 tips. Okay, this is meta. Um, it's a few chapters long. It was linked in the Ficklick Discord server at one point, and I did bookmark it. I read it a few times, actually. I still find AO3 tagging confusing, but I learned so much reading this. I've been on AO3 since like 2012, I think. Oh my God. Um, yeah, this was my 10 year. Anyway, gonna just process that and move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know. I'm I... also like, oh my God. Yeah, I feel like I never understood what direction tags, like tag buckets worked in, like, what should I be searching if I wanted to include this, that or the other? What should I not be searching? What should I be tagging fix with or bookmarking fix with, so that it's easier to find stuff if I'm looking for something like, should I search more or less specific? Like, I think it was really helpful to read. Somebody break down how it all works. Do I remember it perfectly? No. Um, But is it really nice to have as a reference, especially if I'm trying to like tag something that i've written and i don't know which way to go yeah absolutely um also i learned this year through this and other places that uh i think people call it vanity tagging just like tagging whatever like if i wrote a fit click rpf fic and i also tagged it like all lowercase like nicole is the greatest host ever fight me um (laughs) then like that's fine the wranglers are not like suffering or struggling because of that which i feel like i didn't know so um a year of learning for me and a year of i don't know the joy of engaging more and more with fandom and learning new things, even though I've been around for so long. So that fic is emblematic of that. And those are my picks for being representative of my year
2: in reading. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Brian. I know you said you didn't have a lot for this section, but would you like to
2: chime in with some thoughts? Yeah, I've just come up with a new segment for myself. Let's go! Um, It's called Top Books I Read This Year That I Think There Should Be More Fan Fiction for. Yes! Oh, love Um, this. Obsessed. Yeah, there's only a few, don't worry. A lot of the books that I read this year... I just don't think we're either that suited to fanfiction or, like, my very top choice would obviously be The Locked Tomb. There's already a lot of fic for that. I mean, I'll always promote there being more, but it doesn't need it doesn't need me to hype it up here, I don't think. Um, my first pick is Legends and Lattes. This is a super <laughs> cute, sapphic, D&D-inspired book um, where two folks end up running a coffee shop. Um, I just want to see, like, post-canon shenanigans. I want to see more of these characters. I want to see how it develops sort of after the events of... Uh, the book and like do they ever does anyone ever go back out on a quest do we get to see like more of our main characters like pasts come back up in different ways like just building out the world spending more time with these characters like i would love to see that i thought it was very fun and also like it's sapphic but we don't get to see like a ton of like their relationship develop deeply like beyond kind of the getting together and figuring out what they are to each other so like i think it could also be a very fun character study relationship study kind of playground for fic writers um number two this probably isn't a surprise to anyone and particularly not my co-hosts who i think both put this on their uh Yuletide requests list. <laughs> um, it's Memory Called Empire, the duology that uh, of these two books. Um, these books are just bangers. Like every character is so rich and the world is so developed. I think it would be such a fun Area for fic writers to play either in canon fic. I think you could also definitely do AUs here though, maybe more so than like Legends and Lattes, where I feel like a lot of the characters like kind of need to be in the DD ish world. I feel like here you could come up with some cool AUs. Maybe like don't put them like in a high school or something. Personally, (laughs) that's not what I want. But, um, or even just like canon divergent stuff where they don't end up being in the same positions in this world that they are in the books. Um, I just think there's a ton to do here because the world building is so well thought out and well crafted but i think there's still a lot of room left to play and discover as a fic writer that hasn't been like completely flushed out by the author um so yeah also just like read these books and then write me sapphic fan fiction about them thanks um and then my third choice is the truly devious books the stevie bell murder mystery books um Honestly, I just want you to like write more case fic for them. I I just want more books, but like, you know, <laughs> Maureen Johnson can only write so fast and understand she's doing other things. So like if any like fic authors out there want to write me like a like Stevie a team doll effort. mystery, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd really love that because I just I love Stevie and I love her friends and I love a sort of quirky mystery. Um, so yeah, those are my top three things that I read this year that I think there should be more fanfiction for. Thank you for listening.
0: Very good.
1: Amen. Yes. Um, okay. So I have not so much like ooh, like top five fix that made me bonkers. Um, a little bit less of that. Uh, because again, a lot of the fix that I really, really loved I just brought to the pod. Mm. But I picked five fix that I really, really enjoyed. Um, that I think together the five give a sort of um a good comprehensive view of what my non click reading looked like. The first one is actually not a singular fic, um, and it is just GDGD Babies Yijan works as a collective. Um, if you're unfamiliar, Yijan is uh, Wang Yibo, Xiao Zhan from The Untamed. It is RPF. Brenna and I got like four, five episodes into The Untamed. Okay, I'll, I'll get more into this in a bit. I don't know how or why, but I went on an absolute bender through Yijan, I read a lot of different fics, but it was uh, I hit a point where like every single night I was opening up a different 10k <laughs> yes. GDGD baby fic to read, and so I instead of shouting out one as a collective, that gets a shout out. Um, the light through the window pane by Underwater Now, who is also a friend of the pod Molly, um, this fic amongst friends is referred to as sad fic. It does have a happy ending, but it is very sad, and when the it's about the um players from the Colorado Avalanche. And when the Avs won the Stanley Cup, I went, what is a better way to celebrate these boys and their triumphant win Mm -hmm. by reading Molly's sad fic?
0: That sounds right to me. Mm -hmm.
1: I read it, if not like the night they won, like the night after. I don't know why that was the fic that I went for first, but it was. Um, So I had to give that a shout out. Uh, I have Exunt, parentheses, We All Have Places to Be by Desmodus. Um, for Fire Emblem Three Houses, the pairing is Sylvain, Felix, Dimitri. This one gets a shout out because I downloaded a bunch of fics to read on planes as I was doing a lot of traveling this year. And I wasn't looking at things super closely. And I read the, I don't know, 20-something or whatever amount of K this fic was. And I got to the end of it and I went, this, hmm. Folks, it is a whip. Three out of four chapters. Oh, no. It has been abandoned for over a year. No. I felt... <laughs> bonkers about it like it's um it's like tagged <laughs> for something biking. like it's okay so it's like just under 30k it's tagged for like sort of shitty jobs in a small town it's just it's a lot of womp to be honest which is not normally what I go for but I was really invested I really like those three characters as a ship but I haven't read a whole lot for them um this fic fucked me up so bad and then I never got my <laughs> catharsis from it and the author has written and published many things since so even though it's marked three out of four I think it's abandoned, but I am subscribed to it in sort of like a fruitless desire that one day I might get an email notification <laughs> that it's been updated and finished. The fourth fic I wanted to shout out was Until the Cat Got Her by Lucky Dice Kirby. Um, I did bring a Lucky Dice Kirby fic to the pod. It was the whitecollar.mp3 fic. Ah. Uh, but this one is uh, Locked Tomb. It's Corona Beth and Ionthe. It was written before uh Nona the Ninth came out it made me feel wretchedly abysmal I thought about it for weeks um I went on I also went on like a mini like read just a bunch of fics from this author in different fandoms all at once and I just could not stop thinking about this one and also I like the locked tomb so much so I thought it deserved a shout out um and lastly just to sort of round out and be representative of once again the fact that Skiz really upped my reading for this year um specifically min sung minhoji sung this is so fun too i know i kind of talked about this in the slip safe episode but um a fun win for nick to to for us to be aligned in ship preferences for once in my life not for once in your life but the for once since like ever 2018 i think <laughs>
0: like <laughs> that's true that's past- true since we first met
1: Yeah, past the first fandom that got us to me, I think this is the first time we've been aligned. Anyway, there's so many Minsung fics that I read that I liked, but the one that I'm going to shout out is Do Us Part by Mintsung Uh, It's M-N-T-S-N-F-L-R-S. So in my head, I read it as Mount St. Flares. That's definitely not right, but that's how my brain (laughs) forces it. Um. It is Min Sung. Okay, here's the thing. It was tagged for major character death, but then it was also tagged for like supernatural elements and mm. et cetera. And so, and like, I think maybe open ambiguous ending. So I saw the MCD tag, but I was like, maybe it'll be like ghosts. Like maybe it won't actually be that bad. Min Ho is dead and Jisung is mourning him and it's wretchedly upsetting. It's so, it is so like a, a fic about grief you thought you were me
0: opening that i
1: i don't know what i i don't it's about trauma and grief and death and um okay i will say like i cried very frequently but what i usually mean is i got like misty-eyed or like at most maybe like one or two cinematic tears i was sobbing (laughs) like disgustingly sobbing ruined my entire nighttime like skincare routine (laughs) fell ill to my stomach i was crying so hard oh Oh my fucking god um this fic fucked me up so bad so it gets a shout out for that (laughs) 10 out of 10 (laughs) 10 out of 10 um and I do just briefly to round this off um I do want to just okay so I did my fic tracker this year last year I gave up on it halfway through the year this year I figured out a better system to like make myself actually keep up with it and that's lovely um and when I was looking back through my fic tracker to sort of pull out some fics I wanted to highlight there was about a Three, two and Two and a half, three week span that I was looking at that was really cracking me up. Um, so, the way that I have my tracker organized is I have like fandom and pairing, but pairing is not always, like if it's a pairing I read frequently enough, like Sylvain Felix or Minsung, it gets its own tag. But if it's just like a like Minsung got their own tag, but any other skiz ship is just filed under skiz because I didn't read any other ship consistently enough <laughs> to feel like it warranted its own tag. Sure. So, here's a sampling of some fix. Uh, here's the pairings list for fix that I read. And this is entirely not edited. Like, I didn't pull anything out um, for a two and a half week span. Minsung, Minsung, Skiz, Skiz, Yizhan, 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 Skiz, Yizhan, 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 Skiz, Minsung, Yizhan, Yizhan, Minsung, BTS, Minsung, 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 Skiz, Skiz.
2: Oh, <wow. laughs> so, like... Reid, do, do you want me to put you on blast? I've got your AO3 history pulled up right here. <laughs> literally, though.
1: Um, wow. And the one BTS fic was literally Nick's fic that I was reading to do research because oh, I yeah. want to write like a spin-off sequel, something that like I may or may
0: not do. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that classic saying, having a two-track mind. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> exactly two.
1: This is why I think my fic reading was so low in the first half of the years. I didn't have that sort of fixation. Yeah. And then I found it. Um, I'm excited to probably bring a Yuzhan fic in 2023.
0: I didn't Ooh. find
1: one that I brought to the pod this year, but probably next year. I'm hyped. In addition to looking back on our sort of past year of individual readings and fic wants, um, we also obviously wanted to take a look back at the pod and fics that we've covered. But before we do that, um, we thought, what better way to sort of look back at a representative year of Click than with our absolute banger of episode titles... <laughs> specifically, every time that I'm editing an episode, I will pull a bunch of the whack things that we say that I think would make for funny titles. I make them a little list and I give them to my co-hosts so that we can collectively vote on which one or ones that we think would make for good titles. Sometimes I pull things that I know will not make it, but I just think are (laughs) funny and deserve to be in the list. Uh Um, So we thought it'd be fun to sort of go back and read some potential episode titles that did not make it, but that we still like quite a
0: lot. Mm -hmm. So we'll start with some of the earlier episodes from this year. Um, and I'm just gonna read off a few, and we'll we'll trade around. So please enjoy. Uh, you could consider this like ASMR. I think. Ahem. Little fucked up, nasty feelings. Don't speak to me. This is awful. I feel sick. Tearing his heart to shredded cheese pieces. Yeah, I remember saying that. Uh,
2: <laughs> and got a boy in my bag. We should murder him. So good because he sucks. I yearn to luge. <laughs> Does he have self-loathing? That's my boy, then. And everything reminds me of her, Asterix, Asterix Hero the Ninth. What you might consider homosocial bonds.
1: LaCroix-flavored content warnings. Maybe this is how we
0: kill God. Love who you love, even if you're straight. He goes gored to the floor. Evil little hat boy. The hedgehog man is canon. And I stand Sangria Joe. Yeah, we all stand Sangria Joe, I think.
2: The fandom Ouroboros, I'm in my whack era, the Bella Swanification of this man, and Brenna Visual, Brenna Rapper. (laughs) (laughs) So true.
1: Wow, I'm the wrong person to be reading this one. I've broken the glass ceiling of pastiche. Who needs lore when you can be pissed off? I'm God, but I'm incompetent. Those are my worms. My bad.
0: Right. And our last three are, uh, well, our our last three that we're reading, we have many more than what we've read. <laughs> um, it's not too late to be a little frog in a pot. I could eat it with a spoon like pudding. And it's like chicken Wellington.
2: Thank classics. You. We don't have that many blooper outtakes anymore I feel like because we've just gotten a lot tighter with our recording and we don't turn on the mic as early these days. <laughs> yeah. Um with our goofing around pre-recording, uh-huh. but as we turn it off out- when we're done usually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the outtake episode titles are bangers. Like always so good. Speaking of things like getting tighter with our recordings, do we want to talk a little bit about how we feel like this past year of FitClick has gone, um, changes we've made, how we feel about those, etc.
0: I had a lot of fun this year. I think the thing that stands out most to me is the fact that we had so many themed episodes, because that really did start as many things in my life do. As a joke, uh, I was driving and I was just on the phone with Brenna and I was like, haha, you lie, July. Uh, And we... Spiraled out from there, month after month after month of potential themes. It was something that was new for us. We knew last year that we really did want to try and do more like themed episodes or challenge episodes. Having a little bit of structure in the search, I think, makes it sometimes easier and sometimes harder to find fix for the pod. Um, I enjoy it because I think it is nice to like have a sense of what you're looking for because sometimes you're just so thrown into the wind and it's like AO3 is so large. I don't know how to look for what I need to look for. Um, so I enjoyed it. I think we had our, our highs and lows among the themes. Um, but I thought that they were a lot of fun. And it feels to me like a way for us to keep this show feeling really fresh um, and new. I certainly haven't gotten bored of doing it. Um, and it's fun that I don't know, to feel like we always have new ideas and new things that we potentially want to do and like new ways to be excited about this thing that we're doing together even this many years in. Uh, Did you know most podcasts only make seven episodes? (sighs) Actually, I think that's the mean. I think most podcasts make like two episodes. (laughs) Uh, So that is exciting. And I think, yeah, one of the reasons we're able to just go and go, not only is it that we have three people, so there's a lot more accountability there, um, but also that, yeah, we we don't just rest on our laurels of having an incredible show with one format. We have an incredible show with many formats, hashtag confirmed by reviewers.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love doing the theme episodes. That's something that I've always enjoyed on the show, and it was fun to get even more chances this year. I think especially in a year like this for me, where I was not doing a ton of reading on my own for fun, it was nice to have a theme to go searching for and to kind of feel a little bit less like, oh, my God, my friends have been reading Amazing Fix and I have nothing to bring (laughs) because we all kind of were presenting ourselves with equal challenges. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, my God, my friend has been reading Amazing Fix, but only about Stray Kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, that too. Um... So I think it also like definitely helped me out this year to kind of have that structure. Um, I also felt like it was just interesting because it it was another opportunity, I think, to like learn things about the landscape of fan fiction. Um, there were times definitely on some of the uh, themes that we were like, this will be doable. And then it like wasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I think it's really interesting just to see kind of how fan fiction shapes itself compared to other forms of media like sometimes things that are very prominent in either published literature or just other types of media like books and movies like aren't really in fan fiction and fan fiction sometimes leans into stuff that like isn't really in other forms of media and I think setting these challenges has definitely been a way to explore that um and also once again to kind of just see like how self-referential like fic is, like so much of it feeds off of itself and so like if something's popular you're likely to find a bunch more things that kind of fit into that category and if something's like not i mean again this is the literally the definition of not popular but like <laughs> there are many things that you might think okay well even if it's not popular there's gonna be some and then it's like mm, i can't find anything maybe there's something <laughs> out there but i have no way of locating it um and like There's no fandom librarian who I can ask to, like, look it up for me better than I'm trying to look it up myself. Where is your neutral librarian? (laughs) My neutral librarian! (laughs) I need them so bad, you don't understand.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel very proud of us looking back on this past year of fic clicking. Um, As we said at the beginning, it's been just a year full of twists and turns for all of us for various reasons. Um, And... Yeah, we've talked about we talked about this a little bit in the anniversary, I feel, but um, finding the balance sort of between not pushing ourselves more than is reasonable, but also pushing ourselves just enough to, like, keep this train going, even when it's hard. um, And then to be able to look back and be, like, really proud of all of the episodes we put out um, feels very good. Also, when I'm thinking about this past year of FitClick, we're on the tail end maybe now of what I would consider a Spotify wrapped season. Um, it's a it's a brief but intense season. Um, and we did post some of our stats on Twitter, and that was really, really fun to look back at. And like, really heartwarming, um a little bit scary for Spotify to say that we put out um one thousand six hundred minutes worth of um podcasting because that's only what made it to the end of the episode. So when I think about how many minutes have been spent recording, frightening but also like wow that's an achievement um but yeah i don't know seeing like i don't want to be like ooh, like an increase in listenership like is it's not about the numbers although it's a little bit about the numbers but i don't know it's just like one of those like really gratifying like oh we've been doing this fun thing for yet another year and also not only are people still on board with it but new people are coming and joining and that's always really nice to see too
2: so for our next segment here on the year end wrap up um we're going to Go over a few of our favorite fics that were brought to the pod this year, but in the form of a little emoji guessing game. Uh, so each of us has picked a favorite that ourselves and the other hosts have brought and then assigned three emojis to that fic and we will attempt to guess what each other meant by those emojis. Um, fun for everyone, especially in an auditory medium. You're so mm-hmm. welcome. <laughs> Everybody really loves it. I'm already bracing because I
1: think my co-hosts are going to get mad at me. Like... I think I did a bad job with one set of emojis, but I truly did not know what else to do. So we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm
0: already mad at you and you'll get to see that in my, in one of my spoilers. Oh, okay. But let's, let's do Brenna's emojis first. Okay. Oh, we have an overall fave and then a Bren, a breed and a Nick pick. Should we do the overall fave first? Hey, Figlets, we're looking at a vampire, the X emoji and a skull. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. Um, overall fave for, like, the year?
1: Um, oh, oh, oh. Is it? Is it my immortal? It oh. is.
2: Congratulations. <laughs> I was like, when that's did we good. talk about that's vampire?
1: Good. And then I was like, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, okay.
0: accepted.
1: Yeah, phenomenal overall fave. I love that choice. Um, okay, Bren has picked for her own favorite choice of the year. Um, the little like film reel mm-hmm. emoji, a crown, and then end. end with an arrow. Yeah. Which, I know, I know what my guess is. Nick looks deeply confused. I'm really bad
2: at this. <laughs> this one I thought was maybe the most tricky of my emoji choices.
1: Okay. Here's the thing: I had a thought, and I was like, "Well, that doesn't make sense." But then it should I just say what I what I'm yeah, thinking? Yeah, please. Well. And immediately made me think about "I Know the End" by Phoebe Bridgers, which then made me realize: Did you pick one of your Riverdale fan vids as, or the like? "I Know the End" fan vid as your favorite pick that you brought? Yes, excellent.
2: Yes, I did. That was good. (laughs) Good job, Reed. I'm doing so
1: much better at this than I thought I was going to do. Yeah.
0: Okay, Reed. Pick is definitely a coin over each eye. By sorry, mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, piglets. Coin eye coin was
2: the was the (laughs) hint. And they yep. look more like coins in Discord on yeah. my Notes app. I was a little worried because the <laughs> coin looks like a moon. They are different emojis,
1: like on your phone versus in Discord, yeah, which yeah. will be interesting. And Nick's, I think, is also a very easy one.
2: Yeah, it's a
0: ghost, a car, and a tornado, which is certainly maelstrom. the that solved fix. It fic. is. Yeah. Wow, Great choice. Good job, Brenna. A plus. Okay, we did well. We got them all. Go team. Yeah. All right. Let's see what Nick's Nick's
1: given to us. Ooh, you've done yours in three separate lines. Okay. Yeah. I'm clicking oh. on all of them at the same time. Okay. Um. Okay. So Nick has said that their favorite pick that Brenna brought is the sort of like loopy shooting star emoji, a cross, like a religious cross, and then a
2: bone? Yes. I mean, this makes me think of the locked tomb, but like, <laughs> did I bring something? Oh, you
1: the Iante and God trekking through the river um hold on recognize them by their fruits yeah
2: yeah yeah Nailed that's it. the guess definitely <laughs> wow good call on that one if i, I had would four emojis
0: i would have added a fruit but i did not i only had mm, uh... okay.
2: for
1: nick's pick for me um once again it's a coin over each <laughs> eye because that's it's a, a coin pick. an eye and a train
0: <laughs> yeah that fix laps <laughs> it's a station for the Sorry, train, yeah, train and station. for the subway i was trying to get both in at the same time
1: yeah um And Nick's own pick is um, a different but similar movie reel thing.
0: It's
2: a
1: camera. Two two people kissing and a sleeping emoji.
2: Huh. I feel thrown off by the sleeping emoji. The sleeping emoji is (laughs) important.
1: Okay, hold on.
2: Now I got to look back. No, yeah, yeah. I think it's the rightish reasons. The BTS fic where they're on the... um, on the reality tv show oh yeah you nailed it <laughs> i forgot that there was anything about sleeping in it but then i it's remembered. important
0: <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers for the ficlets but the sleeping is very important
2: i would have gone for i think
1: like the campfire emoji just because that scene is so vivid in my brain but mm-hmm. that's fair
2: well and we should do re- nick's fourth one too while we're here oh yeah <laughs> oh i understand <laughs> All right. Ruse, okay. So for
1: context ficlets, um what we did is in in our little Discord server, we each spoiler tagged like we we wrote out our emojis and then we spoiler tagged and sent that message. So Brenna had four lines, Nick had three.
0: Yeah, cuz we, we also have do one have, of each of our picks.
1: Right. And then I also have four lines. Um so Nick was like, "Why do you have four?" and then went, "Fine, I'll do a fourth too." Um but Nick's fourth is me when my co-hosts are being mysterious thumbs down emoji angry emoji cursing emoji goose with knife emoji
2: mm-hmm. yes i just chose an over well because none of us brought my immortal on our own and i that's wanted fair. to include it so yeah, like... that's
0: understandable
2: thank you yeah
1: um i'll explain why I brought a fourth in a second but here we can look at mine now
2: okay i'm ready ah i see Mm. okay 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 so reed's pick is a coin
0: a train and a repeat i wonder what this could be (laughs)
2: listen we all love that fic. okay we don't rig
0: these now
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) we
0: didn't talk about it at all this is authentic
1: (sighs) sorry that it's just a banger of a fic that made me feel gored to the floor
0: yeah it's so good okay brenna's pick is a robot a knife and a flying saucer um is well it seems like this is anomaly counter the murder bot fic but no yeah why am i saying but is it it's yeah that.
1: yeah oh okay yeah, it okay. wasn't that confusing you briefly made me worried that like i was like was that a 2021 <laughs> pick
0: why no, are you you're saying but? good yeah. no for half a second i was like i brought that fic no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> mean it was so clearly impressed. brenda yeah come on okay easy okay and then for me two men holding hands a heart exclamation point and a rabbit could it be slip safe? because lino's
2: emoji is mm-hmm. a bunny <laughs> uh-huh. oh i can goodness. remember the title okay. but i was sure it was that <laughs> i felt like it. i
1: was cheating with the bunny emoji but i really <laughs> did not know what to do for slip safe
2: yeah no it worked huh. um and then very close runner-up for Nick is a writing emoji, a skull emoji, and a prayer hand emoji. I feel like this has to be the Hamlet comic.
1: It is. Yeah, You'd be yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, I felt like it deserved a runner-up because I didn't think I could bring that because it wasn't technically a fic. Although I guess I, Bren picked a Riverdale fan yeah, vid so I, I could have.
2: Well, I felt strongly about it. I almost picked <laughs> yeah. Bren's Jarchie fan <laughs> That's
0: as my fave, but then I didn't.
1: Nick and I recently were talking about the Hamlet paladin comic, and it really just felt like it deserved a shout out yes. in my favorite things you've brought. Yeah, yeah, thank you,
0: absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's we all got 100%. a hundred percent, crushed it, ten out of ten. No mistakes, no confusion, no moments where we weren't sure. <laughs> I'm so proud of us. Okay. Also, figlets. If you want to do this at all, feel free to. Put them in the Discord server or email them to us or like tweet them at us or whatever uh, for us or community members to guess at because this is always a lot of fun.
1: So one thing over this past year of podcasting is I do think we've gotten better at some things. And we've really like, as Bren said, we sort of like tightened our recording times. One thing we maybe haven't gotten as good at is time management. False.
0: We're perfect. (laughs) um,
1: (laughs) If you were on Twitter or in the Discord in the past roughly 15 hours, you will have seen a call to action (laughs) where we said... Hey, Ficklets, we're recording a year in review tomorrow. Do you have questions, comments on the past year of Ficklick, your experience with the community, or hopes and dreams for us for 2023? Um, we did get some responses. Thank you so much. Thank Sorry you, we gave we you, you. <laughs> a very limited window in which to respond, but we will now be talking about the things that you asked and commented.
2: So in the Discord, Anne asked us, um have you ever heard from any of the authors whose fic you've talked about maybe learned more about their intentions behind certain scenes etc since you sometimes are saying that you'd love to talk to the author um we have heard back from authors especially the ones that we are able to tag on twitter (laughs) (laughs) um that is certainly our most uh frequent way of connecting with authors um not every author has a public Twitter or has a Twitter at all, um, but frequently when we tag someone, they do listen and reply. I don't know that we've ever had like an in-depth discussion with someone about like the intentions behind their fic and stuff, um, like an actual like kind of back and forth about it more. Um, but we've had some wonderful reactions, including people kind of live blogging their thoughts, um, and like recording their thoughts for us. So definitely uh those interactions always warm our hearts, especially because at the beginning we were always nervous, like what if someone hates it and then they like call us out on the social media. Still nervous um, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but every interaction we've ever had with an author who we've talked about has been positive. Um so Yes, we have heard back, and it's always been really great. Yeah, I want to shout out a few folks in particular. Um, First
0: is AO3 user Ridicchio, who we have not brought a fic to the pod for, but oh my gosh, two years ago, one year ago, uh, we did a fic brunch, which is kind of like a, a rogue episode in the Discord server with ficlets. Uh, where we get on, to, we all get onto a call and talk about fic together in the style of fic click. And uh, Radicchio joined us for that conversation. And that was really, really cool to get to like hear her process and her thoughts on things and why she had made certain choices. It very much felt like inviting an author to a book club meeting <laughs> in a way that I really liked. Um, I do briefly want to shout out Speranza, who listened to us say, Speranza, be our friend, and then said, we're friends. So we are friends with like friend of the pod Speranza, is who I'm shouting out right now. Hey, um, hey, bestie. Yeah. Hey. Uh, and then finally, Huarium, uh, who wrote Weight of Heaven that I brought a little while back, uh, not only has sort of just engaged with us in general, wrote a little thread and like a Dream With post about that fic and about listening to us discuss it, but much more recently for our anniversary or around the anniversary. uh recorded and posted a 30-minute basically mini like response to us response to our discussion response to our ideas um, and that was so so cool uh it was really a wonderful thing to get to listen to and hear their thoughts on stuff um they had incredible transition music <laughs> i have to shout i that was out. just
1: just <laughs> thinking about the horong of it all yeah it's um, so good inspired
0: Yeah, so I think in a lot of ways, um, if we think about fandom as just this like endless conversation between people who like the same stuff, then FitClick has been in conversation with a lot of these authors and they have been in conversation back with us, which is very, very, very cool and like an honor in a lot of ways, because obviously we're fans of these things that we're bringing. Um, So yeah, you could say we're living the dream.
1: Bisexual Shakespeare, also currently known as past podcast host in our Discord server, asked, Do you think forcing yourself to read at least three fanfics makes you more connected to the fandom or makes you hate it? (laughs) The sort of, like, slash face emoji. (laughs) Okay, briefly, off pod. Your hosts were just debating the intention of this question. So, bisexual Shakespeare, I hope we're answering what you are asking of us. But um, does reading three fics uh, in general make me hate fandom? No. Okay, I will say, doing the podcast has definitely changed the way that I read fic, not just obviously in like fic reading habits in that like I can't just be reading mono fandom all the time always because we are not a mono fandom podcast but I found that like it is really really hard for me to read fic and not a little bit in the back of my brain be like can I bring this to fic someday um I think maybe in part because like I haven't been reading as much as I have in years past and like most of the time when I'm reading it is for fit like it is research and then occasionally i'm on my yishan min sung bender um yeah i don't know i, I don't want to say it's like taken the joy out of fix it absolutely hasn't but i think it puts a sort of like light on it or like a slant on it that is like i'm always a little bit thinking about fit click and can i talk about this with my co-hosts and would it fit something different and it's just been interesting i think to see the way that fit click has sort of like shifted my internal experience of reading fic over the past couple of years.
2: Absolutely. I think, personally, something that I've known about myself for over 10 years now is that I derive less joy from sort of organically creating something like a written work than I do from either editing, consuming, analyzing, or critiquing a work. I like to be on the side of being handed something and then looking at it (laughs) more than creating the thing initially. Um... I think this is different because I'm just creating a thing where you get to hear my thoughts on something. So I'm still doing more of the, like, analyzing and critiquing. Um, but I think, especially doing this pod, I have become somewhat more critical of fanfiction. Um it's hard, as Reed said, to kind of turn off the fic-click side of my brain while reading fic. Um, and sometimes that just means, like, thinking, is would this be, a, like, a fruitful discussion for us? Like, would this be an interesting fic to bring for fic-click? But it also means that I'm often noticing things that aren't working for me in fic, and sometimes it's harder to overlook those now than it would have been for me prior to starting fic-click. I think also the more I'm, like, reading published fiction and stuff is also, like contributing to that i feel like my my critiquer muscles in my brain are just working a lot more than they used to especially in the fandom spaces um and i also think like you know doing this pod has made us confront some of the things that we don't always like about fandom and fan fiction and we've talked about some of those on the pod a little bit and we've talked about a lot more of them and a lot more in depth, the three of us behind the scenes. And I feel like I noticed those things more as well. So in no ways has it ever made me hate fandom <laughs> or hate <laughs> fandom. <laughs> sometimes it has made me a little bit frustrated with either uh, a specific fan fiction, a trend in fandom, or just honestly like my own sort of inability sometimes to just enjoy and like overlook things that I might have used to be able to. But now I like things that jump out at me in a different way. Um. But I think for the most part, it's just made me love fandom more. (laughs) Um, Like, at my core, that is the predominant emotion always, but I definitely think it's changed how I engage with fandom and fanfiction.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I feel like over the time doing this show, I have come to have sort of a richer appreciation and understanding of fandom and fic. And that means that I think that fit can do incredible, cool things that are totally like revolutionary in certain ways that can really benefit people. Like after a certain point, I think when you spend so much time doing something, even if that thing is just like being a little dork online, like you have to acknowledge the ways that it shapes you um, and the choices that you're making in terms of engaging with it. And so I think that's also brought around the flip side of really continuing to have a developing understanding of the ways that fandom and fit can do harm. Um, I also, I think have gotten better this year at, when I see something that I don't like, um, I'm able to sort of, I don't know, look at it, understand it, appreciate the different angles or why I might not be gelling with it. And also I'm good now at taking a deep breath and going, anyone online could be 15. (laughs) That helps. (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) That really helps. I would recommend adding that to your practice if you don't have it already. Um. Yeah, I think reading so much has also given me a new appreciation for, like, me at 13, 14, 15 years old, like, starting to write fic and starting to read and starting to, like, figure out what this whole fandom thing is all about. Like, there is a part of me when I was quite young that was so taken with this idea of creativity and excitement and passion that's all born just out of loving something, and I don't think I ever lost that, and this pod for me feels like a way to continuously re-engage with that feeling and that idea, Um, especially framing things continuously in ways that we try to make generally positive. Like we can, the the flip side of being more critical is also that I can find stuff that I like in almost anything. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I will find something to appreciate. (laughs) <laughs> um, and so I think that's the other side of being a critical reader right of like not only are you seeing what's not working but you're seeing what is working even in something that you're not enjoying or that's not like gelling with you or connecting with you in a way that you want it to so yeah I think overall it's just been really interesting um, but I think a lot of it just comes down to the sheer amount of time that we spend critically engaging with fandom and fan works because yeah it'll, it'll change your brain a little and <laughs> I don't think in a bad way necessarily um, that's a difference for me
1: I do think there's something to be said in a good way about how like how much fic like has broadened my horizons of reading. I was I met some like new people recently and we ended up chatting about fanfiction and someone was like, Oh, I like maybe have a recommendation for you. I don't know like what you like to read. I was like, I will read almost anything as long as it doesn't hit like my triggers, basically. I was like, I have read fic for so many things. I was like, I don't even mean that in a weird way, but I mean like There is fic for fandoms I never would have fathomed. Um, And now I am so much more open to reading them, like you said, Nick. Like, I feel like it's so much the flip side of the critical brain is it's now also, I think, easier to find things that I like or find funny or enjoy in very unexpected places. And that fully comes from, um, as by Shakespeare said, quote unquote, forcing myself (laughs) to read three fics every other week, especially because like, yeah, sometimes my co-hosts bring fics that I would not have read otherwise, not just because I wouldn't have found it. But like, there's something in there maybe I wouldn't think I would have liked as much or whatever um and I like this sort of being obligated to read outside my quote-unquote comfort zone
0: mm-hmm. yeah and three is low per episode because we are out there hunting <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so unless we have something in our back pocket which I, I a decent amount of the time do but certainly not always we are out there in the tags which tags it depends on the day <laughs> yeah uh, Journeying through like adventurers, trying to figure out what we want. And frequently, yeah, that means we're reading a lot more than Three Fix or the one that we're bringing. Anne also asked if we have a preferred recording snack or beverage. So, one challenge is that when we're recording, you can hear what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so she gets a bit loud sometimes. Um, I posted very recently in the Discord server a text that Reed sent me, which was uh, during a recent recording. We took a break. We 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 needed a break um, and went off to go get some food. And I don't have like a dining table. Like I often will eat at my desk or my coffee table. And my desk is where my mic was still hot. So there's six minutes straight of me just like crunching. On, I think it was crackers. Um, <laughs> just like sitting munching hanging out and all of that is in the recording uh we weren't like actively talking about stuff so it was fine but um if i'm talking and reed i don't know pulls out a celery stick and starts just going to (laughs) town on it while we're on the zoom i'm gonna be concerned and distracted (laughs) i guess you could mute yourself but even watching it i would be like are you good
2: yeah we don't really eat while recording i also it would it would be very difficult because you never quite know when you're going to jump in and like say something. I think our top recording snack or beverage is probably water yeah. um, mm-hmm. communally between the three of us. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I do often get boba before we record because we often record on my days off, which is the time I can go get boba. Um, And yes, yeah, sometimes there are terrible boba noises that get cut out of the episodes. So sorry, Reed. Um <laughs> I could make some more for you. Today Let's go if you want. boba ASMR. <laughs>
1: I feel like it used to be way more egregious back in the olden days of when we recorded together where Brenna, I vividly am yeah. picturing, would lean close to the mic and then take her boba straw and go like up and down and up and down so that it would like squeak against the top. <laughs> no. <laughs> I
2: can't think. It's ASMR, cares, Reed. like an elephant seal. It's nice. Brenna and I are it's big ASMR, ASMR fans, ASMR. so we have
0: to teach Reed about it.
2: I'm,
1: uh, I'm so tired. <sighs> yeah. I think... I was just thinking what Brenda was saying, too, like I literally had a mint earlier, like in my mouth, and I was like, This is a bad idea, because <laughs> even though I'm not speaking right now at any point, I could feel compelled to jump yeah. in with something. um, so I don't think we podcast in a way that really is great for snacking unless we take designated breaks, which we really do not do these days, barring our one three and a half hour recording day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which was, rest like, in pieces last time. to us
2: <laughs> yeah well. <laughs> So on Twitter, uh, from the pod, Abby said, I have a comment for the wrap up. In 2022, y'all had a lot spicier takes and were more discerning and less forgiving about fics that were not good slash not worth reading, which is fun to listen to, even if my opinion, the listener and yours, the podcasters, differ. I would like to hear more of that in 2023 with a bit of intentionality behind it. Yeah. I have a million hot takes. Um I try <laughs> to like keep them off the pod usually. Um because sometimes I feel like they're takes that I can really back up and sometimes they're just like literal opinions that I would die on a hill for, but like I don't really have anything to back myself up. I'm just like really stubborn about it. Um you know, we always are trying to be kind of discerning about which hot takes um and like which opinions about fic we're bringing to the pod because we always do want to be fundamentally a positive space um so yeah i think it would definitely be fun next year to continue to kind of engage with what we don't pick up in fandom or like spaces in fandom that we don't engage with um and particularly when that's not just a matter of personal taste or like our ics and triggers and stuff but also in terms of like what we might view as damaging in fandom spaces or things that like aren't pushing fandom forward in the directions that we think would be the most like beneficial for it to grow in um for lack of a better way of saying that
0: yeah no i totally agree i think uh,
2: as we've come into ourselves
0: as hosts of this show i think i at least have felt a lot more confident being able to speak on some of these things especially like I'm now a master of the arts. <laughs> I feel okay talking about like wow, psychology okay. and mental health. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's my skill. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I think for things that we feel informed in and for areas that we just feel it's important to at least like say something, make a note, uh, let folks know what's going on, that does feel important. I would say. I don't think this would ever be the kind of show where you would get an episode where we're like, here's fix that are a waste of your time, Um, (laughs) because that's not the vibe. (laughs) And again, like I said, deep breaths, anyone could be 15. Um, So I think that we're careful in that way. I am always interested in exploring and delving into issues within fandom that, like Bren said, seem to be like... I think the way that I tend to see it is that parallel or reinforce or continue pushing um, ideas that are harmful to people, um, to speak plainly, right, if a fic like blatantly has racist themes, and doesn't address them or engage with them critically within the story itself or in some other way, then yeah, like, that's going to be an issue and I'm interested in talking about those kinds of things. I'm interested in talking about damaging portrayals of mental illness. I'm interested in talking about, like, transphobia. That doesn't mean that I'm interested in holding up one fake and going, this is evil and has done something evil. Um, And so I think, yeah, for us, a lot of it is about finding those ways to consider those issues and talk about them and and feel connected to that because fandom is it's it's just a microcosm of society, right? It's not like this (laughs) other place that is completely different from the world that we're living in. Um, But continue doing it in the way that we've been doing it where we are still highlighting the good stuff and we're having fun and we're doing this because it's fun. If this became a show that's exclusively about stuff we don't
2: like, I probably just wouldn't do it anymore because I don't think it would be fun to make. I mean, occasionally it's fun to be a hater, but it's not really like <laughs> sustainable.
1: <laughs> I'm also thinking, too, about um, because we recently re-recorded our episode one, What's a Fit Click? And listening back to that original iteration, we were so nervous about everything. Like we were so nervous about like stepping on toes and saying the wrong thing or just like we didn't want people to be mean to us. And I mean, I still don't want people to be mean to us. <laughs> but... um, we re-recorded it for like clarity and to be more accurate to our show, but I think also we just feel more confident as hosts. And I think um, in addition to sort of what Nick and Bren were just talking about, about like sort of bigger scale fandom issues or things that we have disagreements with, I also feel like I've become more comfortable in just like on a smaller level with a fic, like saying like, yeah, this didn't work for me. Like, I think I used to like tip to around so much like I struggled with this fic a little bit, but and now I'm more like this specifically is like what wasn't working for me or what I didn't like. But also here are these things I did like, because I think it goes back to what Nick was saying before about having a critical eye and also knowing that I will almost definitely find things I enjoy, too. And so when I'm thinking of, quote unquote, spicier takes that way or or things that we didn't like, I also feel yeah, better equipped to sort of navigate, um, not feeling like I always have to be gushing about every fic to the same level of enthusiasm the way that I did when we started because I was nervous about sort of, yeah, I don't know, not coming at it with like the love uh, for fanfiction that we obviously still hold at the core of a, uh, of our show.
2: Yeah, and I think like Reed's point about being more confident as host is a big part of it. Like, I think at the beginning... I often didn't want to voice anything that was critical, because not that I didn't believe I was, like, right in being critical, but just I had too much anxiety about if someone wanted to fight me online, I didn't want to, like, get into that. And now I'm much more like, okay, I think I can back myself up, and I also think I'm correct about this, so I will say it. (laughs) Yeah, I think
0: it's such an interesting, like, line to walk and discussion to have, because... When I'm talking about, like, books or media, I feel absolutely no compunctions about being like, this totally was bad. <laughs> or, like, this really didn't vibe with me at all. Um, and here are my reasons why. I just feel like the discussions are a little bit different, too, because, like, there's that there's always that line between, like, what is my spicy take? What is my, like, critical take on this? And also, I feel like fic authors don't opt in the same way that a lot of other kinds of media people do. Um, I don't think that just because a fic was like an author wasn't paid to write a fic that they're above criticism forever and always but I also think that's always something that we try to take into account too of like I never want bringing a fic to be a bad thing for an author I never want to bring a fic that it feels like it's worse that it is on the show that they don't enjoy listening to our discussion about it at all, because it actually just like felt bad to listen to. Um, so that's the other piece of it. I think that I always try to hold in this whole conversation. Okay. Friend of the pod Cassie wants to know if we ever investigated the potential presence of an imposter host and what precautions have been implemented to prevent such worrying happenings in the future. We discuss this off pod. We don't have a comment on this. Um, I don't, know why it was asked honestly (laughs) so yeah I think that's gonna do it for that segment thank you so much everybody for your (laughs) questions and your comments
2: we love you and appreciate you I have a comment it's that if you ever think I'm an imposter please don't spray me (laughs) with pepper spray
0: (laughs) not sure what that's a reference to
1: my comment is if you're lost go listen to the horror special from 2021
0: (laughs) you've heard the ficlet's hopes now let's talk about our goals read
1: I guess. Like, why? Okay. You know what? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we thought to round out this um, year in review, we would take a look back um, at last year's pie in the sky goals and what we may or may not have achieved, accomplished, what we're still trying to bring forward to 2023. Um yeah. When I was listening back to uh our segment on Pie in the Sky Goals, Nick said, we're thinking big, we're thinking fresh, we're thinking hot. True. I would like to think we've brought all of those vibes in yeah. 2022. But yes, apart from that, uh, yeah, what do we what do we think about last year's Pie in the Sky goals and how they've gone for us this year?
2: Well, our first goal was growing the pod. Um I think we've we've done some of that. We didn't do everything that we aimed to. Um We always talk about what we're going to do on social media in terms of marketing, and then we just don't really do it. I I think, honestly, none of us really want to, Um, (laughs) is what I've gathered from this challenge.
0: (laughs) It requires a lot of consistency, and it requires a lot of energy, and all of us are busy people. And so I think the fact that, like, the three of us make the show, we moderate our little Discord server, we run events every once in a while, we, we have our little business meetings where we plan out things that we're doing, we do, like keep up with the twitter um and anything beyond that is just a lot to add on this really is a part-time job that we don't get paid Mm -hmm. for and Mm -hmm. so i think one of the challenges is yeah there are so many things that we would love to do and if we could invent if there was like another day in the week like lore day or something that's (laughs) l-o-r-d-a-y after sunday where we could do all our like social media marketing stuff i think that'd be incredible but it's pie in the sky in part because we can't reach it (laughs) yeah yeah
2: i would love to like figure out some way to deal with twitter better i think they've as much as twitter is sort of crumbling in front of us in many regards um it does currently remain our most active sort of outward facing platform um and it would be nice, even if it's just like figuring out a better way to schedule tweets or something, to kind of have a consistent presence there, um, because it is tough to remember. None of us are very good at like remembering to tweet about things. Um,
0: I'm not good at knowing what day it is at any given moment. Like, yeah. It's a
2: one. <laughs> yeah, me either. Um, I think we've also decided that we we're not gonna try and be on TikTok or anything. Um, we all like use that platform in a personal way of like scrolling through, but. From, I think, the bits of sort of fandom and fic TikTok that we've all seen, that's not really a space we're interested in engaging with from the pod.
0: Another goal that we had was to get something going where we could receive donations for the show. Um, We had talked about either a Ko-Fi or a Patreon. Um, Like I said, we don't really make money from the show and we put our own money into hosting costs and stuff. So our goal was just to kind of get close to breaking even. We did start a Ko-Fi. That was very exciting for us. Uh, That was fairly recent. That was in the last few months. And uh, we... I don't know, I think are just excited about that. It's cool to have a way for folks to, with like absolutely no pressure from them or us, give to the show. One of our concerns was if we started some kind of like recurring subscription service that we would have to generate more content for it. And like I said, we don't really have the bandwidth for that. So we've been super appreciative of anyone who has donated to the show. Um, It's it's all going towards hosting costs at this point uh, for our audio. So we appreciate it. You can find us at ko-fi.com slash FitClick if you're in the... Spirit of holiday giving uh, but that was a cool one and that was one that we had been t- talking around for a very very long time so it was nice to finally check it off the list.
1: Another thing we had sort of talked about was um wanting to connect with more people in the fanish podcasting space, which I can say pretty definitively we did not do mm-hmm. um, in last year's episode we were like, oh we keep we keep like sort of pressing our face to the window and going, let us in, but we're only doing that in our Discord server and never anywhere else, as in, like, our personal Discord server. And I think it's been another year of doing yeah. that. But I will say um, one thing that we had on our list was to panel at a Fanish convention, which we did do. Yeah, baby. We did a virtual panel at ConfabCon that was sort of like a workshop about Fanish podcasting, which is one of the exact things that we mentioned last year. So that was very cool. Um and I would like to think that like not only could we do more of that in the future and maybe like in-person panels, um, circumstances providing, but I hope that maybe if we do get more of those types of opportunities, that could also sort of be a stepping stone to connecting with other people in the Fannish podcasting world because, I don't know, I feel like cold emailing and being like, be our friend is like probably <laughs> not going to happen. So maybe there's another avenue to sort of make those connections.
2: Definitely. <laughs> um our next couple goals were having a guest on the pod. Uh, this is not something that we have done as of yet, but we have thought about and discussed quite a bit, and we do have some things coming up for next year. So stay tuned on that front. Um, our other goal was to have more engagement in stuff like Rec Exchange when we solicit sort of feedback on Google Forms, and especially from people outside of our Discord. Um, Uh, yes and no um rec exchange tends to be around the same number of participants the last few years but it is a rotating group of participants which i always find interesting um and i do think people on twitter have engaged with us when we've posted things there as well like forms and events and such um we also said we were going to run more events we didn't do that um You know, again, pie-in-the-sky goals. You have dreams, you have visions, and then you have what you can actually manage to achieve in a year. And those two things are different for us.
0: (laughs) Uh, Our last two goals, unfortunately, did go uh, without success. We were hoping to receive an email from AO3 user Astolat. And also Mm. win a Hugo. Um, (laughs) I am sorry to report that those things did not happen, but we can easily roll them over to 2023. Um, Those didn't have to be done in one year. Uh, They'll just happen within the life of the pod, surely. So we're very excited about those things that are going to be
2: happening. (laughs) Yeah, stay tuned for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm
1: really excited to add to our bio like Hugo award winning podcast. Um, Hugo mm
2: -hmm.
0: nominated even. Ad- Hugo nominated yeah, yeah, would be incredible. Yeah, we could just—I mean, there's nothing stopping us from just putting it there.
1: Well, it would be lying, <laughs> and I think if we ever wanted lying. it in a—yeah, I know you love lying, but I think if we ever wanted it in an authentic way, it maybe would be—it uh, would turn off the like Hugo Award nominee people <laughs> if they go and see Fick. Like, and that we're just already marketing ourselves as such. It's a little presumptuous.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
0: In like five years, if we still haven't won a Hugo. I'm just gonna put it in our bio. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> that sounds good with me. I think it's fair. Um, yeah, so I definitely still have the goal of getting an email from Aslot and winning a Hugo. I also have some new goals for this year. Let's um go. should I do them first or does anyone else want to jump in? Go ahead. Go for it. Okay. One of my big goals for this coming year, um, that has some roadblocks, but I think could also be feasible is some more new merch. Um Yes, The roadblocks of this are that I personally um, have visions in my head of what I want and don't possess the ability to create them. Um, so that's tough. <laughs> um, we do have some lovely friends who are artists, but I don't want to just ask for favors. Like I would like to be able to compensate people and I don't really have the ability to do that currently. Um, so that puts us in a tough little spot in the merch front um but i do i would really like to grow that area a little bit um i have a lot of ideas for updated things and just references to the show i really want to make some gourd merch um but yeah so i mean if anyone's listening to this and is eager to volunteer please let me know um i would happily take you up on that but um i will also maybe endeavor to (sighs) develop my own skills a little bit (laughs) we'll we'll see it's just it's that feeling that i'm sure many creative folks out there have of the thing in your head just not being the thing that comes out on paper um or or tablet or photoshop or whatever you know so it can be kind of disheartening it's the valley
0: it's the valley where you started like the top point and it's like perfect and then you start making it and making it and it's really bad (laughs)
2: And then yeah, you, like, work but I like live at the bottom it. of the valley. Oh, you can climb, I'm, no. I'm not good at trekking. No, no it's so hard. Up, it's so up. steep. <laughs>
0: I'll i don't reach have hiking. down for you. I don't
2: have hiking poles and oh, like no. rock climbing equipment. I'm throwing down a rope. It's my hair. I, I was just going to say, so I'm, I'm scared, scared very of rock far climbing. Far. <laughs> I'm throwing 50 feet of hemp and rope down into the valley. <laughs> but I'm, I'm scared of rock climbing, you guys. So You don't have to climb the rock. Just climb the rope.
1: Just, like, oh. hold on to the rope, and we'll just we'll yank
0: pull you up. we Ah, We're strong. <laughs> We're so strong. It'll be so good. Uh, I'm universally guys. considered the strongest host, so I'm excited. <laughs> what?
2: What? Okay.
1: I forgot I that I need to start working disagree out so that with that stuff. I have muscles for the character that I'm cosplaying in a photo shoot in a couple of weeks <laughs> who's supposed to be very buff, and I have no arm muscles, and I'm like, I can't
2: be Yasha. <laughs> it's time to, to hit the gym. Oh, my goodness.
0: I like that, though, as a goal, Bren. Um Yes. I think, yeah, we, we have all these ideas. We always have ideas, right? We're, we're mm-hmm. the idea people. And then mm-hmm. the execution people, I don't know where they are. Um, I don't, they're not here, and that's <laughs> a problem. They're not here with us. <laughs> we do our best to be both. But yeah, we have grand aspirations. Uh, and when I get my hands on uh, an orange beret with a little green stem that has uh, stitched at the perimeter and out of my gourd, then I'll know true peace and joy. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I can't know true peace and joy yet but someday I hope that I can. So figlets, we pretty rarely, if not like never really talk numbers on the pod in terms of like number of downloads or number of listeners and how that looks for us. Um, we did talk about it a little bit in the panel that we did at ConFabCon. So if we do another panel and you want to hear more about it and ask us questions, you should totally uh, go to the panel. Uh, I don't know when that'll happen or where, but we'll let you know. <laughs> um, but for me, one goal that I have that feels very achievable as long as we don't lose listeners this year (laughs) Um, is to hit 25,000 downloads on the pod. Uh, For context, a download is just listening to the episode um, on your device. So I've had a lot of people be like, oh my gosh, I don't even download it. I always listen. I'm like, no, those those are are also downloads. (laughs) Like, It's fine. I understand what you mean, but those are listens. Uh, So I think for me, yeah, that's one a hope that i have for us i think that would be a very cool milestone to hit it feels achievable i'm optimistic and i'm going to throw a rager when it happens and you're all invited you heard it here first
1: yeah i kind of already mentioned this but i really think like my strongest um like my deepest held pie in the sky goal that doesn't actually feel that in the sky is um an in-person convention because confabcon was so great and so fun um again like circumstances allowing um there are a lot of factors that would have to go into making um an in person con feasible for all three of us but I will say one thing is last year when we were talking about wanting to panel it was us being like if we reach out and we're like please let us in will they let us in um but this year we did get approached by someone to be um in a con and it didn't again it circumstances it didn't work out for this year uh, but that was really cool that was exciting, to be like yeah oh oh you want us we don't even have to try to like bargain our way in yeah. um feeling like a celebrity so... this
0: year has been a really big change for me of like trying to get yeah. to the fame it's like mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of messing with my head like oh my god people the want fact me, that you, you
1: made the same joke literally last episode yeah <laughs> it's, anyway. it's not
0: a joke i'm trying to speak to my authentic experience but when you're a celebrity your words always get twisted around this is what i'm talking about
1: anyway um i would love to do more paneling more cons and i think the like p- pious in the skyest of those goals and it is an in-person one
0: yeah um, in-person live show is my pious skyest goal it's like a fit click live show that people come to
1: that feels like maybe not a 2023 one but maybe at some point in the lifetime of the pod i don't know i think in reflecting on a year of fit click um Not that we didn't already sort of like have a groove going, but I feel like this past year we've sort of really gotten a feeling of like a balance of themes and not themes and just sort of like where we want the podcast to go and what we want it to look like. And I would love to sort of carry that energy into next year, solidify things, maybe streamline some stuff for us. As we said, we are great at thinking of things and executing is not always our skill set, but just like forward momentum. I, that's that's a consistent want for the podcast and an achievable one, I think.
2: I have a like personally greedy request yeah. slash yeah. desire.
1: <laughs> is it because last year you asked for ten thousand Twitter followers, which we haven't quite gotten close to? Oh. Uh, is it in well, that range no.
2: there? Wait, it, okay. It's not really it's like, like, like followers. followers. It's more. I I've realized that. I don't mind us having a small number of followers or listeners. What I value more than the number count is engagement. Um, And sometimes it can feel a little bit like I'm podcasting into a void, which I don't mind. I mean, I'm podcasting into a void with my two best friends. So, like, it's a fun time and, like, I'm never going to stop doing it. Um, But it is really rewarding when people have even a little something to say about an episode so i don't know how to say this without making people feel like i'm trying to guilt them into saying things about our podcast that's not what i'm trying to do but if you have thoughts if you want to converse with us if you have that feeling that i sometimes do when i'm listening to podcasts of like i want to talk with them about it because i have questions or i have thoughts or like i want to be at the table kind of feeling like i'm at the table i'm here i I promise yeah yeah. we've sent you an invite (laughs) yeah um pull up a chair like i I don't know i was a vampire no,
0: if you were a vampire, I would invite you in.
2: Me? No, or the the
0: listener. I'm saying. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm already invited. like in your
2: house. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> Where? Oh my god. <laughs> um, not right the second, but conceptually. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I know sometimes people do discuss it in like our episodes, uh, channel and the Discord and stuff like that. But and maybe I could be better at generating some of this as well. I will think on that because I don't want to just be like validate me or i'll stop podcasting (laughs) venom not that but um what (laughs) no no i don't i don't know what you're talking about um but yeah i think yes my a desire is it a goal no it's it's just a request to the universe um is i love engagement engage with me sit at my table and let's chat
1: if our goal was, um, like, validate me or I'll stop podcasting, we never would have gotten past that,
2: that mean of seven
1: episodes no
0: or <laughs> No chance. No.
2: <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to stop doing this. It's just, it's very rewarding to have that. And, like, I felt so, like, bolstered by our Spotify rap stats because it told me people actually were listening and engaging in ways that I never see. Um, so I think just, like, the more visible that is to me, the more it makes me a happy and excited podcasting host. Um, I have one more goal.
0: Yeah. And it's I I haven't looked, um, because this is your this is your business, but and, and not mine. Um, but I do really want someone or multiple people to write fit click au's in their fandoms i want to ah. see your favorite characters hosting fit click <laughs> so badly but i feel like if i search fit then if someone's i don't know if they're writing like <laughs> RPF and they don't want me in their business that's fine i don't think they are <laughs> um but yeah. i'm not i'm not hunting um however i do really want fit click au's that's my dream um that's my pie in the sky goal for 2023 mm. uh fit click au's
2: I want to go back one one moment and just add on to what I was saying. I do want to say that, like, the anniversary Thicklet made episodes and stuff like that, hugely validating. That kind of engagement is wonderful. I just think that there is automatically this sort of distance between people when we're doing all of these things virtually in our little computer screens. And, like, even when we're listening to it. And I just... Ugh. I've learned about myself as a person that I love having that feeling of like discussing things in person with people. And while I can't have you all over to my house, Ficklets, I like, I want to hypothetically. Um, so let's do that. Okay, thanks.
1: Okay, to Nick's point though, um, we made a joke about wanting Ficklick RPF, and there now does exist on AO3 a yes. singular mm-hmm. Nicole parentheses Ficklick podcast RPF read parentheses Ficklick podcast RPF and Brenna parentheses Ficklick <laughs> yeah, RPF. Ma, I made it a o3 user and friend of the pod stifled laughter cannot thank you enough um I, it wasn't I guess technically a pie in the sky goal from last year to have um myself become an AO3 tag but if I could retroactively add it and then yeah. say that it's now been achieved iconic would love to just shout that one out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um I'm also obsessed with the tag you all asked for RPF and I curled the monkey's paw myself <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, Thicklets, thank you so much for joining us as we've thought about our past year and our future year of podcasting, as well as just for joining us for however much of the last few years of podcasting you've been here for. We value you so much, um, and we love you all dearly, and we hope that you've had a good holiday season and a good 2022, and that you have an even better 2023. We're rooting for you in all of your personal um, goals and endeavors in life, wishing you the utmost happiness um, in this world, and enjoy reading some fanfic. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of FitClick with your hosts, Nicole, Brenna, and Reed. That's us. Um, If you enjoyed listening to it uh, and you want to listen to more, you can easily do that for free wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to engage with us, you can find us on social media, on Twitter at FitClick. You can find our Discord server linked to our Twitter. And you can also send us uh, an email at fitclickpod at gmail.com if you'd like to engage long form. Uh, We always love that. We do respond. It's not always the same day, but we do respond. (laughs) And we appreciate your notes very much.
1: As mentioned, we do have a Ko-Fi. If you do feel like financially supporting the pod, um, if you listened to last episode, the three of us are angling to go on a magical winter train trip um filled with lots of like healing vibes and good snacks. Um, so if you want to fund that, you can do so by donating to our Ko-Fi, which is ko-fi.com slash FitClick. Or if you'd like to get a little treat for yourself, um even before brenna uh embarks on creating more merch and creating the beret of Nick's dreams, um you can attain our current merch that we have on Redbubble. Um, it is FitClick and it is linked on our Twitter.
2: If you're in the mood to give a gift to people in your life um, or on the internet, uh, you could give the gift of telling them about FitClick. We would also love it if you did that. Um, It really helps us uh, if you spread spread the word. Um, We have learned, actually, statistically, that uh, spreading the word by word of mouth is the way that we grow the most. So that's validating to us and also gives us more... um, encouragement to pester you about it <laughs> so thank you for participating um you could also leave us a review on any podcast hosting site of your choice that allows reviews i know more and more of them are allowing reviews so take advantage of that and uh comment thanks love you the next episode of fit Click will be coming out on the 6th of january and guess what time it is everyone it's the same time every year it's my birthday <laughs> pew, 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 pew. So we are once again doing birthday episodes. This is a beloved FitClick tradition. Um, And we are once again doing three picks or however many number of picks you kind of want um, from the birthday host. For me, it will be three. My fics for my birthday episode are going to be Victory Condition by Astelat, which is a fic for the Transformers franchise. Uh, we're also going to have our first ever guest joining us. A friend of the pod, Avery, is going to come on to talk about this fic with us. Um, we're also going to be discussing A Month of Sundays by Kelfin, which is a hockey RPF fic with the pairing Eric Johnson and Gabriel Landeskog. And the third thing we're going to be talking about, probably a surprise to no one, is a Riverdale fan vid. Uh, it's set to the song "Runs in the Family" and it's by Taylor XOXO on YouTube. Um, I'm really hyped about all three of these, so I hope you are too.
0: Click. Thank you for listening. Bye.
1: Wow, that reminded me. I forgot. I said I was going to do this this episode and I didn't. So I guess this will be my sign off um, throwback to this one that I don't know if this ever made it into an episode or if it was just a blooper. We wish you a Boba junkook. We wish you a Boba junkook. We wish you a Boba junkook that you drink through a straw. Bye, Ficklets.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have a song for you, Ficklets, and that's probably for the best. Um... See you next year. Bye. See see you at the Hugo Awards. (laughs) Bye.